Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we always do that when we mm. start. We're oh, like, what's going like on? The five second countdown is like the most. Ing- is it intense? <laughs> <laughs> Not ready. <laughs> like preparing for a ride. <laughs> Anyways, hello. We are what's back in our on? chairs in our in our host chairs. Back home, actually. Yes, back home from our travels. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? <sighs> How our travels were. Where'd, Let's sum it up really quick. Where did we go? Well, I was gone for four days before that trip to Oklahoma. Oh, you've been traveling, girl. Yeah, I don't really consider Oklahoma traveling, but... Well, traveling back home. Yeah. And then went to North Carolina. Yeah. We talked about most of that on the last Mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we had a good time and then went to church on Sunday and drove all the way home. It's a long day, but... We drove an hour and a half to go to Elevation Church. Shout out Elevation in Ballantyne, North Carolina. Ballantyne. Stephen Furtick, one of my favorite pastors. Mm-hmm. He was there. We get there, and there's so much traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we barely get in the parking lot, and then we don't even get into the main auditorium. But yeah, it was really busy. Yeah, but, that's but good, good for them. Yeah, yeah it's like it's really good. It's like good to see a church so busy, but then it's like, okay, I should have got here like an hour mm-hmm. earlier. That's good. It means they're doing something right. It means everybody's feeling it. So that's good. Yeah. So that was good. It's still different than watching it on TV like I do. It's the energy and the Mm -hmm. building and the music and, you know, the lady behind Mm -hmm. us just amen every other sentence. She was. She was (laughs) feeling it. She was hyping me up. She was feeling it. Every other sentence, she'd be like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then we drove home on Sunday, yeah. and now it's it's Tuesday. But yesterday was a reset day. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got a little bit. You, really. Got a little bit more resetting <laughs> to do, but that's all right. I got a lot of cleaning and yeah. organizing. I think it's good. It's the topic we're going to talk about today is it's good um, to be back home because I can actually implement. This little tip we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier to do that as opposed to when you're traveling. It's a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Makes so, it a little bit more challenging. Yeah. So one of the you know main themes of this podcast is to talk about health, and that's mental and physical. So we're really going to go a deep dive into one physical health tip that every single person listening and watching can implement as of tomorrow, today, whatever you're watching this. Mm-hmm. And um, so being a health and fitness coach and mostly in nutrition for the last nine years, I've coached thousands of women all across the world Mm -hmm. just on a couple key tips to improve your nutrition, lose fat, gain muscle, lots and lots of benefits. And I think people make nutrition so much more complicated than it has to be. And so my coaching, my teaching, my program really all comes down to these three main tips. And one of the tips we're going to talk about today is the importance of protein. Nice. Yes. Protein is important. Yes. Very, very, very important for both female and male. But I will say, I think women are way more protein deficient than men. Mm -hmm. I know since you've moved to Florida, your transformation is pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like, um, I learned a lot like along the way, um, just with my own knowledge and, uh, 
just trying things out on my own, but I, I would have had a professional like me or you to help guide us, you know, knowing what I know now, it would have probably taken half the time. <laughs> yeah. So. so what would you say it was mainly nutrition that you had to learn about or implement? Implement. Yeah. You know, you could maybe be told something, but you, you're not going to take it in unless you do it and then you see it working. Yeah. And then once you become a believer, then you go, oh, okay, well then. Yeah. I guess I'll stick to that. I mean, so what was your biggest thing that you you implemented to get the transformation that you did? Because mm, that's a good question. I mean, not gonna, not trying to to point out, but you were you were a little fluffy. Yeah. Before I met you, I'm not eating anything and everything <laughs> I want. Didn't <laughs> they say you're on that seafood diet? You see food, and I, I see food, and I eat it. <laughs> so that seafood diet. Uh-huh. But uh, no, a lot of it. Um, for me came down to what I was taking out of my diet or, you know, to remove mm-hmm. some things. So instead of what do I need? Like I need this, I need that. It's like, no, nah, I probably need a little less of that, mm-hmm. a little less of this. Yeah, that's good. One thing I, I tried to do too is like not um, waste calories, if that makes sense. So if you're, whatever you're taking in, I want those calories to mean something. If that makes so sense. So do you mean not mindless eating or do you mean using the calories that you are in taking? Like, Not probably mindless eating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like eating a whole bunch of stuff with a bunch of calories that doesn't do it, is, has no nutritional value whatsoever. Yeah. It's yeah. like that's not really doing anything for you. Yeah. You know. And that's actually something I do teach people is you ultimately have two decisions when you're going to eat. It's like is this food going to help my body or hinder my body? Mm-hmm. So – I think mindless eating is so easy to do because even with like, I do that a lot with nuts. Yeah. I will just eat nuts. They're good. And they're like, not like for a long super time. bad for you, but you right. could eat a whole can <laughs> right. of them, you right. know? And it's like, that's, I mean, it's healthy fat, they're, but yeah, it's. Yeah, they're it's, not bad for you, but they are very calorie dense because yeah, they have a lot of high fats. Right. So you could be intaking an extra 600 calories just by eating nuts and you're like oh well they're healthy but it kind of depends what your goals are too yeah you know if you're a man and you're trying to add size and you're trying to that might be a little bit yeah helpful to yeah throw in but yeah so i'm just so passionate about talking about nutrition and protein Mm -hmm. and just over the course of nine years i've really boiled it down to the three most common things i see people doing wrong especially women when it comes to weight loss yeah one what, of them being... Yeah, what are those? <laughs> yeah. One what of them being things? protein deficient. So we're going to get into that today. Um, the other two is not eating enough. I think women think mm. they need to be really low calorie. Right. I think that's probably one I see the yeah. most for me is people that are like... <laughs> one person in particular recently is like, oh, I have one big meal, you know, at night. And I'm like, well, you just told me you work out. Then you go for a long run and then you... You know, I'm like, you need... And that's it? They only eat one meal at night? Yeah. Yeah, and maybe like a few, like try to eat that? like a bar or something throughout the day. I'm yeah. like, and then my friend told me, he, you know, he was so tired, he's like running into the walls. And like, I'm like, well, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Like you want to be able to perform, right, at the highest of levels. So if you're literally not able to walk through your house because you're so exhausted, that's, exo- that's the opposite. You don't want to be exhausted and then... 
But why look. did why were Great. they? Want, I don't know if it's a he or she. Why were they? Were they doing that because they were trying to lose weight? Like intermittent fasting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he must have been doing like a twenty-one hour fast, no, I don't three know, hour eating time. <laughs> I just think for the amount of work he was doing, I mean, some people I don't know that might be sufficient to whatever they got their lifestyle is. But for this person, it wasn't adequate. No, for this person, it wasn't adequate. No, no, no. no. And that's a whole other topic of like, oh, should I just eat one or two big meals a day? Right. Anyway, we're not going to go into that today. So protein deficiency, not eating enough, and people really want to have their cake and eat it too as far as they want to eat the food that they really want, but they want to try to make it as healthy as possible. So what I would see people doing is like, well, I really want pizza for lunch, so I'm going to have a gluten-free crust a low-sugar low marinara, low-fat cheese, pepperoni, and they're like, oh, so it's healthy because it's all the buzzwords. It's all the yeah. low-fat, low-sugar, gluten-free, all the things. But and really, that's actually not helping your body progress. So those are the three main things. Um, and, yeah, we're going to get into some protein today. Okay. What about this um, saying that some people say you would like to consume one gram of protein per body pound that mm. you are? I've heard so, so I've heard yeah. people like, let's say I'm 180, want to be 200. Well, I need to be getting about 200 grams of protein. Yeah. So one one gram per body pound that you ideally want to be at. That's a good rule to follow. And but also honestly, it's you can definitely not have enough protein. But if you're eating a lot of lean protein, you really can't go over on right, eating protein. Right, right. You can't be. It just you can be like, oh my god, it has too much protein today. Mm-hmm. It's actually. Just benefits your body so right. much, right. so that's a good rule. So you, can you start don't feel there. like bloated or like you no, not if you're you eating lean protein. If you're eating a ton of protein bars, maybe if you're eating a ton of so there's some other stuff in there. Yeah, if you're eating again, these are they having the cake and eating it too. Oh well, I need this amount of protein a day, so I'm just gonna have this many protein bars to get mm-hmm. that. That doesn't work. So lean. That's probably protein. not the most efficient source of fuel. Right. Exactly. Not, I mean, (laughs) there's just different rules for different things. Like you can have a protein bar, but you should probably go and work out after having one or Mm -hmm. work out and then have one Mm -hmm. because your body Mm -hmm. can actually use Use the sugar and everything else in it to break down as glucose and build muscle. But if you're just like a random 2 p.m. protein bar with no exercise around it, not really benefiting you. So, so I'll go ahead. So what was that? So is that the first one that you were saying? So the second one is not eating enough? Yeah, not eating enough. I'll quickly go into that. I have a really good analogy that I like to say about not eating enough. And what I like to tell people is your body is like your bank account. So if you have a bank account and you don't have a lot of money in your bank account or you don't make a lot of money or whatever it is, you are less inclined to go out and really spend money, right? You're going to hold on to it. You're going to save it. You're going to penny pinch, and you're only going to use it when you absolutely need to. Same with calories. If you are not intaking enough calories, your body is going to store them and hoard them as long as possible because it doesn't trust that you're going to give it enough, and so it needs it for fuel. So it's not going to be more easily burned Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, my gosh, well, Kayla's – not going to give us enough and we need all of this to hold on to for fuel so it stores it as fat 
Whereas if you increase the amount of calories or the amount of food you're eating, your body starts to say, huh, she's actually giving us enough sufficient amount of food and fuel for our body that we now trust her. So we're going to burn this off. And it's like a cycle. It can burn at a higher rate. Right. AKA your metabolism basically. Mm -hmm. But if you are eating very few amount of calories, then your body's like, wait, well, we need, we actually need more. And so we're just going to store all of this. Yeah, We may not know when we're going to get this again. Right. So we're going to hold on to this just in case we don't get any more of it again. So it's like, your body is trying to protect itself. Right, exactly. You know, so, so that's the number two thing I see people doing wrong. And then again, the like illusion of health foods is the whole, you know, just people think that they are eating good, especially mm-hmm. when I have clients come to me and I always do a questionnaire with them and I really want to break down what they are currently doing as far as their eating routine. So that's breakfast, their snacks, lunch. All the things. And so a common thing I see is like, okay, well, I have an egg and a piece of toast and avocado. So I have avocado toast for breakfast, which is, they think it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, for lunch, they'll have a, a thing of like flavored yogurt. Um, or I'm sorry, a snack. For lunch, they'll have like a gluten-free wrap or whatever with chips, with kettle chips or healthy chips. So they think. Another snack will be like, oh, and then I had some cheese crisps, like mm-hmm. this one guy did. So all of this, like so far, you're saying all the way up to lunchtime, there's not really been any like, like nothing, substance. Yes, no, nothing like, nutritious. And it could just be tweaked a little bit. Like I have a lot of people that are like really close to eating a pretty sufficient diet that's going to really give them a lot of results. But it's just that just that small tweak. I'm like, okay, we gotta increase here, decrease these this here, kinda like you were saying. It's process of elimination a little bit and then adding in better options. Right. Yeah. So that's the uh, the illusion of health is like the protein bars and you know, things on the shelves that have all the buzzwords right. that are screaming at you, I'm healthy, I'm healthy, I'm healthy <laughs> and if I always say if a product has to convince you it's healthy, it's probably not healthy. Or another quote I like to use is, if your great-great-grandmother wouldn't recognize it as food, it's probably not food. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like so, if it doesn't come from the earth or yeah, from the like, ocean or from oh, the land. this new product just came out that looks super healthy. It's like, okay, well, if it, doesn't it come clearly in, had to be manufactured. Right, if it doesn't and, come in by land or sea, right. then... Where right. did it come from? That's why you don't really see advertising for eggs, for veggies, for avocado, for yeah. chicken, for steak. You know, That's you don't so true. see the labels are just like, this is steak. Here you go. You know, <laughs> yeah. where other products have all the colors, all the words, all the buzzwords. True. So those are two things that I like to tell my clients is, um, the great, great grandmother quote is really good. It's like, huh, that's probably not the best for me. Um, and there's certain circumstances where, you know, I, I don't want to deprive my clients of, oh, you can never have that again. And right. I don't want to demoralize food, but you just got to have the information so you can make an informed decision when you're going. You're like, well, my great grandmother <laughs> used to love apple pie. So <laughs> I think apple pie is good. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't uh, say what she loved, she what she recognized. Cobbler, you know, so <laughs> cobbler's good. That's a food. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Smarty pads. That's funny. So, so we did the three points. Um, 
protein deficiency, the under eating, which not getting enough calories, your body's like your bank account. Make sure you remember that a little quote, a little analogy that I mm-hmm. gave you. Cause people are just so scared to eat a lot. They're like, yeah. well, what if, you know, if I eat all this, aren't I just, you know, gaining weight? Yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> another thing is people look at a number and they think that that number on the scale is everything mm-hmm. where it's like, I've stayed 175. I've stayed around the weight of 175 for probably the last five years, six years around that weight. My body has completely changed, completely changed. I actually just had that conversation with the client. So I I don't think that the scale is the pictures are a good uh, Mm -hmm. way to tell because you can actually see it. You know, also, uh, if you don't see someone for a little while, someone that's made progress, those people haven't seen you in a while, there's, those are the ones that are like, oh, it kind of puts you in check, like, wow, what have you done? You know, when people start noticing that your physical change, mm-hmm. that's kind of a, a big boost as yeah. well. Yeah, I was just having that conversation with a client this morning because she it was her first week and she didn't lose any weight. Mm-hmm. And I put her picture side by side and I was like, yeah, but your stomach is flatter. Mm-hmm. So I just told her the reason she may not be losing weight or seeing the number on the scale go down. Mm-hmm. One of them, not enough protein, not enough calories burned, not eating enough. Um, and then I also said, you could be gaining muscle and mm-hmm. losing fat. Mm-hmm. And that's simultaneously keeping that number the same. Right. You could be 140 super toned and ripped up, or you could be 140 skinny fat and look completely different. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's why the number on the scale. That's why you just honestly, if you have a good coach or someone, you just stick to whatever the person that you trust your coach or the professional stick with it and then see what your results are later. Don't get caught up in the instant gratification. Just say, you know what? I'm just going to tell myself I'm going to do this for three months. No matter what, I'm just going to do it. And then see what it's like at the end of three months. Yeah. I think three months for me is optimal with my clients. Same. That's like, like I always tell them, all right, month one, it's going to be a lot of learning. It's a lot of, you're going to have a lot of questions. Month two is really going to be, seeing what you like, what your body likes, what your body responds to. And then three is really just checking in with me and being like, all right, we got, and then from there, it's like, they are their own little butterfly that (laughs) that came out of the cocoon. And now they know, I think that's one of the most important things for me is to educate my clients on why things are working, what's happening in real time. Anyone could follow a program and then just mindlessly follow it and not know what the heck they did at the end of the program. Like, well, I lost 20 pounds, but now I have to have this trainer hold my hand the rest of my life in order yeah. to keep the results. That's so yeah. my goal is to educate. And so you have all the information in your own brain like I do. And that, you know, maybe you don't always make the best decisions, but you know what to do if you don't make a good decision. They say you teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. There you go. So that's essentially what you're doing. Yeah. I'm a teacher of fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, we, you saw crazy results by tweaking your diet for your show. Yeah, so kind of what I was going to say about the whole protein thing, I was taking in about, I'll just give you an example. I was eating probably prior to the physique competition, I was eating probably four to five five meals of um, 
usually like lean ground turkey, about a half cup of white rice. The lean ground turkey is about five ounces or something like that. Um, but then the, the person that, uh, my coach, he's like, you need to be eating more protein. Like, I'm like, what? You know, like thought five ounces was about good. He bumped it up to eight and said, and then maybe added one more meal. And that was like at like 10 PM. I'm like, what the heck? I'm already like in, usually in bed, you know, it's like <laughs> one more steak meal on top of, I was like, oh my gosh. So it's like really at first it was a lot, the timing of it to eat at those specific times every time. But after a while, I got the hang of it. And I noticed even though I was consuming, I felt like more food. I wouldn't say it was like a a ton of food, but it was like just the right Mm -hmm. amount. Just to where I could finish it. It's clean. I'm not bloated. But I lost weight. And I was like baffled. (laughs) I was baffled. Like, (laughs) how can I be eating that much more at each meal and then like be getting leaner and like flushing my system? And I started uh, eating what, five or six pieces of asparagus each meal, and then I would do uh, a handful of uh, spinach. Salad bomb. And I'd take the spinach in the hand, hit a little dressing, and, whoop, <laughs> and get it over with, oh you know. But, no, I think Salad that the bomb. greens really helped, you know, with my digestive, with my with my gut, and, yeah, it was but, really good. Okay, three weeks prior to your show. Mm-hmm. Before that, like outside like of the three days, <laughs> you weren't eating very good, but you got such quick results in three. To be weeks. honest with you, I'm very blessed. I'm <laughs> very are. blessed. Like you I are. have really good genetics, you and do. that's the thing about the bodybuilding and the physique stuff. Some guys like will be in there and, and really training hard, or some people that they got it naturally. You know, mm-hmm. some people really got it naturally. Some people really have to work for it. Some people are naturally bigger. They want to get smaller. Some mm-hmm. people are naturally really small and they want to get bigger. It's like, yeah. it's hard. It's just about, um, like you were saying, it's, it's kind of like your specific goals as to what you really want. And uh, at least for my clients, I know what you're talking about nutrition, but for like my clients, like one of them's in his 70s, his goal was he wanted to go skiing again. He hadn't been in a while. So I'm like, okay, I have to find out what exercises and what different things and situations, scenarios I can put him in that will eventually lead him to success going down the mountain a little Mm -hmm. bit. So that's kind of the problem I have to figure out for him or another guy, young, young man I have plays baseball and he's young. He's just now getting to know his body. So that, it's a little, little bit different. Yeah. Coordination and uh, balance and, just getting to know yourself I think a little that's what bit. makes us good, a good team, because you yeah. handled the phys- more of the physical, and I'm more of the nutrition. Mm-hmm. I could do both, but I would much rather do talk nutrition all mm-hmm. day, because I say you eat to lose fat, you work out to gain muscle, basically. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. So, I help the people lose the fat, mm-hmm. you help the people mm-hmm. be in shape. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Let's get into, let's get into, I just want to talk about five ways that protein significantly increases so many things or decreases. So the first one, protein burns fat. Plain and simple, protein burns fat. Protein builds muscle, and the more muscle you have, the less fat you have. There is no world where you are gaining muscle but keeping the same amount of fat on. 
So if you just have that one goal of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to strive to build muscle. The fat just disappears because they can't live simultaneously together. Yes. So if you are gaining muscle, you are mm -hmm. inadvertently losing fat. And mm -hmm. one way to do that is to increase your protein intake throughout the day. If you even want to take it further, that's lifting heavy weights. That's going to the gym. That's maxing out your reps. Um, I was going to say, I didn't really see so much change in my body until I was going to the gym and lifting as heavy as I could. Like mm -hmm. not this whole, Oh, okay. I've done 15 reps. That's pretty good. It was like maxing out to failure at the end of each set. Mm -hmm. Um, and just pushing myself. And that's when I, my body started to have curves and shape and my butt grew then my waist got skinny and then my arms got toned. And so that was only by increasing protein, lifting heavy and maxing out on, on my workouts. Yeah. I was just going to say that I met a kid today. Well, I've known him in the gym and he just told me that I think he took off working out for like a year or two, gained probably 30, 40 pounds, but he lost, I think 30, 40 pounds within eight or nine months, something like that. After getting back. Yeah. And he hadn't worked out in a long time. And I was like, oh, were you doing a lot of cardio? He's like, just lifting. He's like, I wasn't hardly doing any cardio at all. He's like, I don't like cardio. I just like to lift. I was like, well, at least you found out what works for you. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes it takes you thinking about it and tinkering with stuff until you really find out actually what works. Yeah, so. totally, yeah. I mean, that, that's just um, how your body is. That Everyone's mm -hmm. different. Some people... Cardio does not work for them. Mm -hmm. Some people just lifting works for them. Like I even saw, it's a, actually a girl that we both know. She just posted a picture of her like side by side and she was like, okay, this side, it was like cardio, hit workout, barely lifting. And then the other one was no cardio, no, no hit workout, just lifting. But she was smaller and more toned, mm -hmm. which you would think it'd be opposite. But, you know, everyone's body's different. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think for me, what works best for me is when I, and, and maybe this isn't even true for me today because I'm older. This was 10 years ago, five years ago, but like fasted cardio for me works. And then going back later for a heavy lift is like what I saw the most results. in. I did that with my fitness competition mm -hmm. that I did 10 years ago, every morning, like clockwork, it was 40 minutes fasted cardio, go home, eat a couple of meals, go back for lunch, heavy lift. So oh, you weren't doing that before? No, what I was doing well, before yeah. was I was going to the gym after work at 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. and I was literally doing the same oh, workout yeah. with the same amount of weights every mm -hmm. single day because I didn't know what to do. Like, I, I, I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't intimidated in the gym. I actually liked going to the gym because mm -hmm. a lot of my friends went. But it was like grab a pair of dumbbells, you do some walking lunges. You do some abs, you do some shoulders, and it was the same workout every day. And really? I was like, you know, I was in shape, yeah. but I wasn't in shape. Yeah. So. How long did you do that routine, or how long were you in that? Oh, gosh. Really? Um, Probably a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I was small, yeah. but yeah. also I was 21, 22. Mm -hmm. 23, 24, 25, 26 was when I was doing like my heavy, heavy lifting. And then 28, 29, 30 was like my hit, hit workout. When you say heavy lifting, I mean, how heavy, I mean, how heavy were you lifting? I mean, 
same. I was doing like I mean, four plates each side ooh, on leg press. I don't do that. I know you don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got pictures. I got videos okay. to prove it. <laughs> Picture this. It's 3 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack before your after work gym class. Your desk drawer has a tempting stash of leftover Christmas candy, but it's the new year and you're trying to do better. You want to snack on something with clean, wholesome ingredients that will leave you satisfied. Which is why I have to introduce you to Chomps. Each tasty Chomps meat stick has the protein your body needs with over 9 grams per stick. Without any unhealthy additives and zero sugar, they're low-carb, keto-friendly, allergy-friendly, and don't contain any fillers. Chomsticks come in nine flavors like jalapeno, sea salt, and taco seasoning, so there's something for everyone. Or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. Is your mouth watering yet? Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com habits. Go to chomps.com slash habits to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash habits. I learned so much from just having a coach for six weeks. Mm -hmm. Like information I still use today, 10 years later. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's really important. If you don't know what you're doing, you know, invest in a coach that will, like you said, get you there in half the time mm -hmm. and you won't be boggling your mind with so well, much information on yeah, the internet that you don't well, know what works. That's, or not. Just, that's true. It's like, for me, if I have a coach that's going to put, hopefully that coach that you trust or care about, um, they're putting you in a position to better yourself because they've been there before. That's mm -hmm. why you're hiring them, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I told you this before, but in hiring my coach, I was like, if this goes south and I suck and there's, I'm going to do whatever this guy says. If it doesn't work out, then I have somebody kind of that can say, well, look, mm -hmm. I tried everything and it didn't work. That's true. So it's like. Yeah. As long as almost, you know that people are actually doing it. Yeah. So it was almost like I, a way out if it didn't work. I don't know what my clients are doing when they live in other states all mm -hmm. the time. I don't know if they're drinking or having extra food that they're not telling me about. Right, right. But they'll know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they'll know. If, even if they're not telling me, you know, it'll come back to them like, okay, yeah. have I been right. telling you the full truth? Right, right. <laughs> and that happens a lot. I think a lot of people, you know, they think that they're eating healthy or doing healthy. And then once you start really looking at your habits and you're like, oh, you didn't log these two Coca-Colas. Like mm -hmm. you didn't log that Coca-Cola at lunch or dinner. It's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, that adds okay, up. well, if you drink a two or three of those a day all week, it's yeah. like, okay, well, yeah. so. that's not great. Yeah, so that's one of the ways. So protein burns fat, number one. Protein also balances your hormones. So there are two main hormones when it comes to your hunger and your satiety, and those are the leptin and the ghrelin hormones. One is responsible for how satisfied you feel. The other, other one is responsible for when you get hungry. Protein balances those back into balance. So when you have a sufficient amount of protein in your everyday diet, you aren't as hungry as often, and then you feel fuller for longer. And those are those two hormones coming back into balance. So you go and eat a high-protein, um, a pretty good fat-dense lower carb was what I stick to a uh, meal, then you feel satisfied when you are done. Like you said, it's like, that was just enough. That was mm -hmm. like perfect. I feel exactly the amount of full that I should feel. Mm -hmm. I don't feel bloated. My stomach is still flat. And then it's, 
you aren't as hungry for a longer amount of time. So that's another thing that protein does for you. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three is protein decreases snacking and sugar cravings. Mm-hmm. It's been shown that protein increasing your protein can cut snacking by 60%. And that kind of goes back to the number two with the, you know, feeling hungry. So it keeps, you don't even want to snack because you're it's, hungry. That's funny you or say that because when I was doing the prepping and I was having all those meals, I literally didn't eat anything in between. Mm-hmm. It was three hours, every three hours. Yeah. And I was just that amount of substance would fill me up mm-hmm. just, and then that three hour mark, I was almost like, not hungry again, but I could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it wasn't like I'm, bl- I'm stuffing myself yeah. either. But, it's uh, perfect. Yeah. Not to say that you need to eat like that because it is pretty restrictive. I mean, it's the same. For me, it food. was the same time. I feel like I got benefits from the time yeah. of day. Like just my body going, okay, here we go. I know I'm eating at this time. I know I'm eating at this time. And it being consistently about the same types of food too, I think my body just like, okay, well, we know what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I don't think it takes my body long to respond or to adapt to whatever it is that we're trying to do. Yeah. That kind of goes into the next point of like, um, your body actually loves routine. Like it loves to know when you're going to do something. It doesn't want to be thrown off. It doesn't want to be like, Oh, she eats at 8 AM. Mm-hmm. And then the next day she's eating at 10, 10 AM. Like your body likes to know exactly what you're going to do because then it's like just literally on this system and cycle. Mm-hmm. It's doing the same thing. Whereas if you throw it off all the time, it doesn't know what you're doing. Yeah, I think it's the <laughs> same amount of protein. Same yeah, amount. Exactly. It's like, yes. okay, we know what to do with all this. Yes. We know where to put this. Yeah. So kind of the fourth point is your body or protein is like fuel for a car and your, mm-hmm. your Gaso- body is gas- a car. Gasoline. Yeah. So it's like, if you don't put gas in your car and you're going on a long road trip, you are going to run out of gas mm-hmm. and you're going to die on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so protein is fuel gas for your car. So having enough in it at all times, will keep it going longer. And again, I think, like you said, the same time, having that routine is so important. Um, kind of another one that goes in between points four and five is the first meal you have should be a lot of protein because protein essentially no. fires up. Boosts your metabolism. Yeah, it starts your metabolism for the day. So that's another thing that protein does is it increases your metabolism. Going back to that, um, what were we talking about, about metabolism? Like, um, kind of like the calorie thing as far as like your body's like your bank account. It, it boosts your metabolism. So the very first meal you have should be really high in protein because that ultimately fires up your body for the day. Kind of sets the tone. Yeah. Um, another, I like to talk at like kindergarten grade levels and okay. get lots of visuals so people understand. Like mm-hmm. I'm a very visual learner. I can't like throw all these scientific words at people and expect the average person to understand. So... Another analogy that I like to use for this is the very first meal that you have when you wake up, or actually not when you wake up, when you choose to eat. Some people like to intermittent fast. Some people like to work out and then eat whatever your preference is. Mm -hmm. But your first meal should be so high in protein because what it's like is like, okay, you you know that game at the fair that you like have the huge hammer and you like Mm -hmm. hit it and then the light goes up. And if you hit it at the very top, it 
goes off and you get a prize. Yeah, it's a sledgehammer. and Yeah, that's how protein is for your body. Whereas, like, you can hit the hammer and the lights can go up, like, halfway, but you don't get no prize for that. So if you hit it all the way to the top, which is, like, getting enough protein, mm-hmm. then that's, like, where you want to be as far as your body. That actually will start your metabolism. Whereas if you're like, I had one egg, it's like, okay, that's basically like the lights going up like mm-hmm, one fourth mm-hmm. and wah, 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 wah. Like it didn't do anything. You're essentially just ingesting calories and then you're storing them. Whereas if you had enough, there's like right. a threshold. It's like you have to hit that threshold. Mm-hmm. If you hit it enough, then you hold on to it. Then it's or... like your body's like, and here we go. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Kicks it into action. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that's kind of, I mean, what I was talking about was just the consistent of the times that I was eating and the consistency of the types of food I was eating. And I had a guy that I was training. He's like, you know, what do you snack on or what kind of, and I was kind of like, I was like, you know what? Like when I was really prepping, I wasn't snacking on anything. And I want to be like, are you having a little snack? Like, no, like, you know, you're a large athlete. He's a big guy. I'm like, you need to have your, yeah. you know, you don't have a need to have a little bag of chips or something. It's <laughs> like, you need to have your chicken and your steak and your rice and your greens. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like this guy I'm training is a ex football player. You know, mm-hmm. he's an athlete. It's like, you need to, to prep yourself mm-hmm. like you're an athlete. Yeah. You know, put the good fuel in your body. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I can't blame anyone for not knowing this information. Mm -hmm. I just intentionally put an effort into knowing it. And I actually physically saw the results of implementing it. I always say, you know, I'm so glad I did that competition and I hired that trainer. Even if it was was six weeks, it was so short. But Mm -hmm. lifetime of knowledge I have now from, from that. Um, and so I got to see the results from implementing. Whereas if you never fully implement what someone's trying to tell you or give you or coach you through, you're always going to be like, well, that just doesn't work. And you're always Mm going to be stumbling over yourself, researching my endlessly on the internet, what works, the new fad diet, new products to take, you know, but the one thing that you can never work around is the work. You got to do the work. You got to put in the effort. It's not easier. Everybody would do it. You know, not everybody looks like that because it takes a lot to look like that mm-hmm. sometimes. So, yeah. but what we're seeing now in the time of age that we live in is you see it more regularly because everything is on social media. Mm-hmm. So you see these people that are jacked or models or whatever they are, and maybe they look incredible, but it's like, I don't know how much you see that in real life. Probably not as much. You know, when I look around town or a city, it's like you don't see those people as often. A few and far between. But it does take an extreme amount of effort yeah. to yeah, it get does. to look like some of those people. Yeah, that, I mean, to look like that 24-7 is a 24-7 job. Yeah, definitely. You don't look like that because you did something right once a week, you know. So it's just an everyday thing. That's why even like my client today, it's been a week and... She didn't lose any weight. And I was like, we're on week one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. do not worry about the scale right now, you know? Mm-hmm. So people just get, they want those results so quickly. And it's like, I'm, I am still doing the same thing I was doing 10 years ago. 
I didn't do something for six weeks and it worked and it was permanent Mm -hmm. and I never have to work on it ever again. Yeah. It's like what I learned, I still do to this day. (laughs) Every day. Yeah. Every meal. I'm always, for me, (laughs) pre-workout, workout, protein. Yeah. It's like, it's a pretty one, two, three punch for me. Yeah. I mean, teach their own on the pre-workout or whatever you supplements you take, but I need a little caffeine. I need that good workout and I need that yeah. protein after. Yeah. And speaking of I'm good. the That's protein good. after a workout is a, is a good tip to bring up. Like the post workout window is so important. They say it's about 90 minutes. You mm-hmm. should be having a sufficient amount of protein after a workout because what you're doing is if you are getting a good workout, if you are lifting or whatever, <laughs> you are micro tearing. You yeah. You are micro tearing the fibers of your muscles. So when you go, when you, replenish okay, it there we go let's talk about that yeah you're actually when you're lifting heavy weights you're actually not building muscle necessarily mm-hmm. you're actually tearing it breaking it down <laughs> yeah you're breaking it down breaking it down so then after after you break it down <laughs> that protein is what builds you back up yeah so you got to repair i mean not to jump the gun and, and jump your whole uh <laughs> this whole protein thing but Carbs are important too if you're yeah. if you're uh, trying to build. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's a whole other yeah. subject. <laughs> we'll get we'll get, on, we'll that get later. on that one one day. I just think protein is something someone can do right now tomorrow without having to do anything else. You so don't have I've to go to the gym. You don't have to order any supplements. You don't got to do get the best workout clothes. You just have yeah. to know the best choices of protein to have so increase your protein. What would I find protein in? Like, how would I get it? <laughs> if I didn't know where to obtain protein, oh, how gosh. would I consume it? If like you were my coach and I was like, okay, I need to take in this much protein. How do I go about it? I mean, there's so many ways. What I do is I, I give my clients a grocery list and it's broken down by protein, fats, carbs, condiments, side things you can have. There's like, you have a whole list of options to choose from. So choose, like I tell them to highlight what they know that they like. And then we try to construct meals from that. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you like eggs in the morning. You mm-hmm. like um, yogurt in the morning. You like protein shakes in the morning. Okay, that's what we're going to work with. Um, so eggs. So yeah, eggs. Fish. Yeah, all meats basically. Um, the leanest are obviously chicken breast, okay. not chicken thighs. Like people are like, oh, I had like seven chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yes, that is protein, which is this, this is a whole nother rabbit hole, but... <laughs> Gosh, I don't even know if I want to get into yeah, this. Let's talk about it for a second. Okay, so how you construct a meal, you have to take into account that a lot of protein also has fats. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if I'm trying to tell a client to eat 30 grams of protein for breakfast, what you don't want to do is have six whole eggs because eggs, the yolk, also contains five grams of fat. So that's too much fat. Right. So that's why I do egg whites. pour my egg whites in, has zero fat, has, I try to get around 25 grams of protein with just the egg whites with zero mm-hmm. fat, and then I add in an egg because that's another six grams of protein and five grams of fat. Right. Then I have avocado, I have fruit. So the way you construct meals is also important because you actually want to do your protein first and whatever you have left over. For, and right. again, red meat, lots of fat. Right. I do a whole thing about... This is what four ounces of chicken will get you. This is what four ounces of red meat will get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So constructing meals is also important. 
Not to say fats are bad, but fats are more calorie dense. Right. And you could easily go over five, 600 calories a day by having too much fat and not um, being aware of those things. Mm-hmm. So, That's yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. So it's, I do the grocery list, then we construct the meals. I, I tell them num- about like numbers you try to hit. And mine's not the whole like, if it fits your macros, it's not um, tracking macros. I mean, it is, but it's not like you don't have to be so on point. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I went over two macros. Yeah. So mine's more of like a know. baseline. Macros is kind of a whole nother can of worms too, as far as like, uh, you know, you have these, uh, what am I trying to say? Like a macro counter, you know what I mean? Where you have your, where you count all of it, like a f- my fitness pal or whatever. Yeah. And so, I've tracked my macros that way. And what I realized is like some of the first few days I was tracking my macros, I was like hitting these right numbers, but I was traveling out of town or this is when I was traveling up to Tampa. So like a couple hours a day I'm, I'm driving. And so I was literally eating fast food at lunch and eating like Burger King and stuff. And it's like, I'm hitting the numbers. I'm hitting my macros. But I'm eating freaking Burger King and like, you know what I mean? So like if you, if you looked at my numbers, you're like, oh, yeah, he's got the right protein exactly. in. Yeah. Protein numbers look good. Carbs look good. Sodium's off the chart. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, so like the type of food I was eating was not good, yeah. even though I'm hitting my numbers. It's like, ah, that's I've not good for personally you. never done the whole if it fits your macros thing just to see people like, I'm eating Oreos and Pop-Tarts. It fits mm, my macros. Mm. And I'm like. I have a whole video on uh, your body or your hormones actually don't care about a number. They care about the ingredients right, of the right, food that right. you're eating. The nourishment. Like it doesn't like your hormones aren't like, Oh my gosh, she hit her 140 grams of whatever protein ding, fats. Ding, ding, yeah. Ding. <laughs> it's like the ingredients, the quality of the food you're eating right. is what's going to affect your body in the mm-hmm, long run. Mm-hmm. So that's so true. Yeah. Yeah, that's just like if you get the fish or the poultry or the whatever right there from the source, it's gonna that's be a it. little. It's gonna be a little bit better than if you yeah have to go on down the line. Yeah, or go in the aisles. Days, yeah. Obviously, the rule of thumb is to stay around, do yeah. the outside perimeter of the grocery store. It's everything good, that's good fresh rule. and clean. Yeah, because all the junk is in the middle yeah. and in the freezers and like yeah. I I walk down the aisles and I'm just like. Why am I even down here? I'm, I know none of this is good for me. There's a couple of things I have to get. I have to get Berkeley's green beans and mm-hmm. <laughs> like oatmeal and stuff. But yeah, so everything I buy, like usually the pantry is not as full. It's the fridge that's full of stuff. How That's true. How long have you been on the protein team? Team protein. <laughs> How long have you been on that team? Probably since my... Uh, um, my competition, 10 years. So I was 15. Yeah. So you knew about protein at 15? I did because I, w- I was 15 years old. Yeah, I was 15. I was a sophomore, and I told you my mom took me to that supplement shop that was right there oh, by your mass Aspen. Yeah. yeah, and so she's like, I, my son needs to gain some size. Like, we need to do something for him. Hooks me up this giant tub, drinking like three of those a day, all sorts of calories, all sorts of stuff. But did you gain, were you like cut or were you just bigger? <laughs> I've always been cut. So it's like, it's all, no, seriously, it's like no <laughs> body fat. So as soon as I'm taking all that stuff and I'm like a skinny kid and you taking all of them calories and I was lifting hard yeah. and I was running 
And then I just put on, I put on muscle. I put on 20 pounds of muscle in like maybe 15, 15 pounds in like a summer, like my sophomore summer, maybe it was freshman to sophomore year. Because I actually had a coach that came from Piedmont. He was the head coach of Piedmont. And then he came to our high school and, uh, we were doing like a summer thing or something. And he asked our head coach, he's like, where's that little left-handed point guard that you guys had? And he's like, he's over there. And he's like, that's him. He said, yeah. He said, he's gained 25 pounds. He's like, that he said, that's him. He said, I wouldn't even recognize him. Wow. And so he asked, he's like, what did you do? You know? And I so I took this mass gainer and three times a day, I drink in the morning, drink in the afternoon, one before bed. And I guess it so worked. Like 15. I was 15. Going. Yeah. 15. Thing. That's when you got started to get all the ladies. Then, there you go. <laughs> Never looked back. Got your license and you got your master. <laughs> You're like, got my protein mm. and I'm out of here. <laughs> no, but it was a very valuable lesson because, you know, I had just started getting into lifting and in the gym at 15. There's all these big football players I'm lifting with, and a couple guys are actually older than me. One of the guys I had to work out with when I was uh, in school, he was six foot seven. Like over two hundred something oh pounds, God. he was a big guy. My coach, my coach on the uh, in basketball would pair everybody up with someone like about equal strength, you know. And then so everybody, you like look along the gym, everybody's like same. And then you look over, and it's like five foot eight, me and six foot seven, this giant guy. But he knew that we would, he would push me, mm-hmm. and he wanted to challenge me. So oh my god! So I was like. So I had funny. the biggest weightlifting partner. <laughs> and he was strong, you too. You just can't go wrong with... Shout out to Justin Hayes. He's a big old boy. <laughs> what are you doing now, Justin? He's being big. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a> no-brainer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I guess moral of the story is like, you really can never have too much lean protein and lifting is what, what's going to... If you want to keep those muscles in shape, if you want to keep in shape, Stay on that high, clean protein. Yeah. What's your, you know, I'm not much of a cooker, obviously. Uh I'm not much of a, there's not much of a cooker. So, and for my (laughs) snacks, especially, I try to get quick, easy things. So people are always asking me for snack ideas. Like, what do you have for a snack? Like, what can I just grab on the go? So my favorites are, I, I love my protein shakes. I have two a day. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. They fill me up. They're about 20 grams of protein, which is good for a woman um, for a snack, about 20 grams of protein. Um, I like hard-boiled eggs. Like before this, I just made a little bowl of a packet of tuna, two hard-boiled eggs, avocado, mm-hmm. and everything but the bagel seasoning. That was actually really delicious. Um, what else do I have? We have those. We got those like chomps. Chomps. Those are good. They are good. The turkey jerky. I like the jalapeno. Turkey jerky. Is it from Albuquerque? Is it Albuquerque turkey jerky? <laughs> I don't I know. Just, I just thought that was cool. <laughs> what was cool? If they had a name, Albuquerque turkey jerky. Oh, I just think because it rhymes. It. Hey, Chomps. No, take it. If you guys uh, need some marketing, need some <laughs> ideas. Albuquerque turkey jerky. I got you. Their product is good. I support them. Yeah. Nice. No, but those are really good. They're easy. They're like 10 to 12 grams of protein per stick. They're keto, keto friendly. Yeah. Um, no sugar, low carb, yeah, no fillers. Lean, leaned out. Yeah. Turkey, I do well with turkey for me, anyways. Yeah. Which I like it. I used to do Chicken that a lot. gets old for me. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. God, I used to. 
I used to have chicken all the time. Now I'm so burnt out on yeah. it. Unless I have different ways to make it or different sauces. Different like sauce sauces. is a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> Try this hot sauce. Sauce is a big mm. thing when you eat super clean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, because it so, definitely changes the flavor of everything. Yeah. So got to keep changing it. So hopefully that helps you guys. Just that one little tip. I'm actually going to put some links in here um, to help you guys. I'll put a link for a grocery list for sources of protein, um, like a list of snack ideas or whatever. Um, You can also work with us virtually. We do that as well. Protein, protein, protein. You good? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All this protein talk, I'm ready to go get a shake I know, me too. Um, Okay, so anyway, let me finish my, let me finish my, um, okay. What's my, (laughs) I can't what is it? My inserts, my mm-hmm. my my plugs, oh. my plugs. That's all the resources that you need that we talked about. And then I'm also going to do um, a discount on my course program that nice. I've had for so you're gonna do some nine years. Discount on your coaching? Yes, yeah, so, uh, on my program, yeah. Uh, yeah. Coaching and program, I'll put that in there. So I'll put the code. If you just use the code podcast, you can get a discount cool. on that program. That it's actually like a self-paced course with tons of videos educational videos like this just short and sweet very dumbed down for the average person like i need i need like okay whatever you just said just give me like the kindergarten version of that so i can actually absorb it and retain it and then you can work with us as well with our coaching tyler does the workouts i do the nutrition we do like a kitchen audit um i will literally go through your pantry and your fridge and be like okay let's no yes no yes um Without, you know, being too super strict or anything or just, just educating you on nutrition and I like I like helping it. people try to find their athleticism. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. So So we're, we're a powerful like a one force. two punch. Yeah, definitely. Am I the one or the two? Well, it's yet to be determined. Which one's more effective? I don't know. The we second one, wrestle. probably. We could arm wrestle. No, because it. you just, the second one, you knock them out. The first one, you just like rattle them and then you. Won't. Okay. So I'm the two. Okay. I'm number one. You guys here heard it first. <laughs> I am number one. I like that. We'll sign off with that. I'm number one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just teasing. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Is that right. it? Cool. Yeah, that's good. Let's go get I'm some glad. protein so I can burn some fat. Keep what my metabolism going. What kind of protein going. shake are you gonna have? Uh, probably my chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. Okay. I love doing my chocolate with half an avocado and a little bit of almond milk. Hmm. No ice. People that put ice in our no, 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 no. No ice in your protein shakes, no guys. <laughs> don't blend ice. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's like a slushy protein shake. I don't, I don't like that. Maybe I did that my first like two years or something. I don't know. Maybe, oh, I don't know maybe when that. I was like 16. But if you do like eight ounces of water and then add half avocado, it just makes it like a um, like a pudding. Oh, Yeah, she likes it all thick like this. I eat it with a spoon. She likes it like that pudding. I, I'm not really like that. I don't, need a, I don't need a spoon. I just... But it's like a drinks. protein pudding, and it's so delicious. Yeah, she likes it thick. Mm-hmm. I'm more just a little couple ounces of water and get it down. She just needs a really thin. Mm, I need it thin. She <laughs> likes it thick. <laughs> what are we talking about again? <laughs> protein. Here we go. Okay. All right, let's get out of here. All right. 
Yeah, I'm hungry. You're Bye, done. Babe. All right. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> See you in the kitchen. <laughs>